and we're on. Dean, how are you, mate? Yeah, all good, mate. Thank you. Are you? Yeah, very, very well. Thank you, mate. Look, one of the one of the first things that I'm trying to do with everybody is, uh, have you got your your beer to hand? Beer, there, mate. What are you drinking? Heineken. Heineken. I've gone for. I I, I noticed that I I just we just showed the screen on the last one, and I think if people that are listening on the podcast have no idea what we were showing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Peroni, um, Peroni and Heineken. Was, yeah, so uh, nice to nice to finally get you on, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I suppose one of the things I was going to say actually is that although we're from a very small town where everybody sort of knows everybody, I don't really know you. Or well, um, this is what I was going to say to you. I I know you, but I don't know if you know me. Right. Okay. I'm an old friend of your brothers, Bobby. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Everybody knows him. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, man. He's a good guy. Yes, everybody knows Bobby. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I'm looking at some of your photos. I know some of the people that you know. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't, some people will think that that's weird that we, we're saying we don't know each other from the same town. But because it's such a small town and everybody does tend to know everybody's business. Yeah, um, yeah it is odd that I, like, I feel like I don't really, really know you. Yeah. Um, like but look, we connect. We were pretty much inseparable as kids. But oh, really? Older, it's a bit more. Like, I don't see him too much anymore. But I've, I've seen you see him now and again, and that I still follow yeah. him. Still good friends and all that. It's just different lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Well, also, it, that definitely happens when you grow up. You, you drift off into yeah. different avenues and different lives. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm trying to connect with people that I've just sort of not forgotten about over the last sort of 10, 15 years, but just life takes you on a different... Yeah, just lost touch. 100%. I mean, I'm, I moved to Manchester uh, 13 years ago now. So that's when I that's when I left town, yeah, 13 oh. years. Um, and I used to come back every now and again, but yeah, I've tried to stay tried not to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, mate. Like you say, it's a small little place. Yeah. Honestly, if it weren't for my kids, I think I'd be... Scarped as well. Yeah, it's it, for those that don't know. It is a it's a it's a weird it's a yeah. weird little town, and there isn't there isn't a lot in the way of opportunity, which is ultimately why I decided I had to leave in the yeah. end because I just saw what friends and people that were slightly older than me that were doing. It was the same routine over and over again, and I thought, yeah. nah, this isn't for me. I need to I need to leave. Fair play, mate. Um, so look, we connected over Instagram um, after the first podcast that I did, and you were sharing with me some of the some of the experiences that you were you were you've gone through uh, throughout yeah. your throughout your life, and uh, I'm I'm pleased that you've uh, agreed to come on and share them share them with us. So look, let's let's dive straight in, mate. Look, um, tell us who you are, where you're from, um, and just a little bit about your upbringing, buddy. Yeah. So right, uh, my name's Dean. I'm 31 now. I had my first son when I was 19. Uh, obviously, Mark, I'll show you the viewers a picture of that soon. Yeah, we'll come on to that. And we'll get to know that. Uh, I'm from Grantham, small little town, like you say, where you're from. Um, I work as a barber, usually, but at the minute, it's all shut down. Mm. Uh, I used to work in a kitchen years ago, so I've been looking to go back in there, man. <laughs> as much as I'm not really, I don't really feel it that much. It's Enjoy fun. that. You've got kitchens. Yeah. 
this is what I always say. If you were a fly on the wall and you watch me in the kitchen, you'd think I was having the time of my life because I'm, I'm singing at the top of my voice, banging out yeah. food left, right and centre. But then when I get home at night, it's just a stressful job, man. You can't sleep. It's like yeah. the worry of it's people's food, you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> it's got to be perfect. So, yeah. Like, and another I, thing I, used, I, used to, I used to work in hospitality as well, so I, I know exactly what you mean. It's, the hours were brutal as well. Like, I used to yeah. do 12, 16-hour days, five, six days a week and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah it was actually that. it was Chris, it was Christmas one year when I was sort of finishing at two or three in the morning. And I was back in at ten the next morning. I'm just like, I'll be <laughs> more to this, me, is it? No, yeah. no. And then, like, say, I had, I had my son as well when I was young, so I was doing that, trying to balance both. You know what I mean? Like working, seeing your kids, and it's yeah, it's hard work. Man. So, to, so talk us talk to talk to us about your, your upbringing. You're in. Your family life, mum um, and dad around. So that's that's what I talk to us yeah. about that. Well, when I was a kid, my mum and dad split up when I was two, but uh, I had a stepdad from when I was two right okay. up till he he died when I was twenty five, like five years ago. But he was always like when I was a kid, we got on. We used to sit and play PlayStation for, like all day. You know how you do. We we year olders and that. We used to sit and play it for hours. Used to get on. Then I went through that teenage stage of. You're not my dad. Do you know what I mean? You you know right. tell me what to do, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Couple of little rumbles, and then grow grown up into my twenties and that, and we made peace. You know what I mean? Got on, got on really well. I was actually quite pleased. Um, I actually split up with my daughter's mum and came back to my mum's my mum's house for a bit. And I was used to come back from work at night, sit and talk to my stepdad, just sit at the table and have a chat for a few hours. And it was nice because, like, a few months later he died and it was nice to just get that, like, make peace with him. But after what we went through when I was teenaged, because I was a bit of a, I was a rogue, do you know what I mean? We all he are. Was trying kid, to, he was just trying to calm me down and I was just yeah. being an idiot. So it was nice to have that. Uh, yeah, my mum and dad split up when I was two. I didn't see much of my dad. I'd, I did a bit. I can remember seeing him and that. I can remember him coming to watch him play football a couple of times. Yeah. But um, let's just say my dad liked to drink, man. He lived on his own. Um, yeah, he died when I was 11. I uh, sort of resented him for years and years, do you know what I mean? Because he liked to drink and that. Growing up, I always thought, what, do you know while, I mean? while he was alive or after he died? No, after he died, yeah. Like, just right. thinking. Because the thing is, like, say, from Grantham, everyone knows everyone. So I'd go yeah. places and I'd look the double of my dad as well. So I've walked down the street before and people have come up to me. Oh, you're John Mitchell's boy, ain't you? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you just you look just like him, you do. You look just like him. Yeah. I mean, oh, lovely man, lovely man. He's a, he was a really nice man and that. And I'm thinking, hang on a minute, man. I was a kid, you know what I mean? And he yeah. drank himself like, till it killed him, do you know what I mean? But then as you get older, I've sort of been through stuff myself with my own kids. And I sort of understand... you. A little bit, I can understand that he was on his own. He didn't have anything like this, do you know what I mean? Support over dad's therapy or anything like that. And he probably just drank himself into a hole. Yeah, because, you know, what was that? The the 90s, sort of yeah. late 90s, that. 2001. Yeah, where... It's actually, I'll tell you story, to be fair. So 22nd of February, 2001, my dad died. But on the 23rd of February, um, me and my cousin had booked to go to Old Trafford to do the tour. You know, you sit in the changing rooms and do all that. Yeah. So my mum didn't tell me about it. My mum's let me go to Old Trafford and have a good day with my cousin, do you know what I mean? Gone there on the coach, had the best day of my life, do you know what I mean? Old Trafford, come home. It must have broke my mum's heart when I've come in the door, like big smiles, 
yeah, I've had an amazing day. Right, Dean, sit down, I've got something to tell you, do you know what I mean? Your dad died yesterday. So for years I had that as well. I always had the twenty I always had the twenty third in my head as the day he died, but it was the twenty second, do you know what I mean? Right. And how does it, how does that affect you as an eleven year old? Because I, I know you mentioned that he wasn't around as much, but you still know him as you, your dad, right? You know yeah. some of who he is. Did you speak to him? What, what what was it like growing up with him or without him? Um it was crazy to be fair, like so my mum, so my dad and my stepdad did like a wife swap, yeah. Okay. <laughs> my dad got with my, my stepdad's missus and my stepdad got with my mum. So when I used to go to my dad's at weekends, I'd have like a stepbrother and sister there who used to come to our house as well, do you know what I mean? So it was like a like, nice little family, but then my mum and stepdad stayed together right up until <clears throat> stepdad died. Yeah. And my dad had troubles and he split up with the woman. So I can remember going to their house for weekends and having Sunday dinners and everything was nice. But then after he split up with his missus then, that's when it sort of spiralled and we didn't see him. Me and my sister didn't see him too much. Okay. Like, I'd see him, because Grantham's a small town, I would see him walking down the street, man, drunk, and he'd walk, I mean, he wouldn't see me and that, he'd be drunk as a skunk, man. So it was... And does that affect you as oh, a kid? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I remember once I've come home from school and I've seen him, like, drunk, and actually I was with two of my mates who didn't know it was my dad, and they started setting the piss out of him, do you know what I mean? And I'm like... Oh, shy, I didn't say anything. I've come home. Me and my mum spoke about this in recent years, and she said, I can remember you coming in the door, sobbing your heart out. My mum stormed out the door, do you know what I mean? She'd gone to where I saw him, but she couldn't find him nowhere. But she was raging, yeah. And then, yeah, after he died, I sort of, I did, it did affect me. Like, as I've grown up, I spoke to one of my girlfriends about it and she was saying like i can't believe at 11 years old like school didn't sit you down and give you any sort of therapy yeah school didn't like help you out at all do you know what i mean it was just i literally i remember I had a week off school when it was back to school back in there do you know what i mean yeah and i've never uh i went to a funeral a few weeks ago and i went up to my dad's grave and that and mum was like whoa <laughs> not very often you come up here is it and i was like no i've been off here it's not like Thing I do, you know what I mean? I've, I've never, my sister goes up all the time, but for me, I always think of that. Um, have you heard that sh the streets song? He sings a song, never, never went to church, yeah. And he talks about the last line of the song, he says, You left me behind to remind me of you, and that's the way I've always seen it. Do you know what I mean? Like every time I look in the mirror, man, I can see my dad, so I don't need to go to the grave or anything like that, but at the same time, it has affected me in a like like what I was saying before where people come up to me and say to me you're just like your dad you're just like your dad and I think yeah. I might look like him but I'm not like him do you know what I mean I'm not going to die at 37 man I'm not gonna, yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah it has it does affect you in your head because you always get that in your head like am I like him like it must be a little bit do you know what I mean yeah and and then sort of for the rest of school 11 to 16 what what are you like there are you well behaved or no, well, I was a good kid. <laughs> I always say I was a good kid. I always remember, like, oh, I was one of them kids and all the old ladies used to talk to me, like, oh, you're such a darling, do you know what I mean? I would say it was about 15, 15, 16. That's when I started. That's when it started to go downhill. And I think that's that's when you need your dad to shit you back into shape, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's what my stepdad tried to do, but I wouldn't listen. Right. And, yeah. So, it's yeah, sort of, so yeah, I thought 15, 16 was where I sort of started to be a rogue and 
I needed that father figure, really, that role model. Yeah, and, and, you're, and you're, I suppose, are you at the point where you're resenting your stepfather for trying to get involved? Like, like I think you said, you're not my dad. Yeah, yeah, I had all that, yeah, all that. He was, I don't know, he was, he was good. My stepdad, he was always sound, you know what I mean? But he was, he wasn't like my dad, he was a bit more strict, a bit more... I don't know how to explain it, man. We had a couple of tear-ups, you know what I mean? Like, actually, I've had him up against the wall a couple of times. He's had me, but do you know what I mean? Like, he's had to. But he, was, he, he did his best, you know what I mean? Yeah. Say I weren't his kid. And I'm obviously... And he had his own kids as well who had their troubles. Which, obviously... So he's got a ex-missus who's got, who's got his kids, you know what I mean? So he's got the stress there, like what we're dealing with, what I deal with now, because I yeah. live with my kids. It's always in the back of your head. You're like he's yeah. looking after me when his own kids have got problems. So must have been hard for him as well, to be fair. And so moving through to 1819, because this was the most amazing thing that when we were talking over social media, when you said, I had a kid at 19, but I looked really young. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> someone says that, you think, okay, yeah, they, they look a young 19. But actually, he's super young. Right, I'm just going to share this photo for everybody that's actually watching it. Um, but, yeah, so just, just bear in mind, 19 here, right? You know what I think to myself? How did I get girls? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, no, there's looking young and there's, there's that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you said 14, but I think my partner said 12. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, that is super young, right? It looks like his, his mum's brought my little brother home from hospital and I'm paying yeah. for a picture of him. Like. <laughs> yeah, meet, meet your brother. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so actually, one of, the, one of the things that really interested me about having you on, actually, was the fact that I've got like 10 or 11 people lined up coming on and they're all sort of had kids that are, let's call it a more conventional age at the late 20s early 30s sort of similar age to me yeah. so you yourself actually as a kid as a kid having a kid yeah, yeah I, I was kids having kids yeah me and my ex-missus yeah literally kids having kids mate so, so talk talk to us about that so are you in a relationship at that yeah, point we're in a relationship. Yeah. to be fair like i said i was a bit of a rogue um i went to prison for a little bit okay uh came out um me and Chelsea were together, um, obviously getting out of prison. It didn't take long to get pregnant because I'd been in prison. <laughs> so, literally, she, <laughs> so she got pregnant pretty much straight away after I got out. Yeah. Um, I was still a kid. Do you know what I mean? Like behaving like a kid, acting like a kid all the way up until she had Finn. Um, when she had Finn, that picture is actually at her mum's house. So I moved in with my missus and her mum yeah. for like the first six months or so, which was all right. But I always think, look back now and think, God, I remember like Chelsea's mum would cook tea and I'd be, I mean, I'd eat tea and I'd do everything. I wouldn't wash the pots, man. I was nowhere near like house trained or anything. Do you know what I mean? I was no. just, but just I do kid. remember it. Yeah, but I do remember as well. So after he was born, Chelsea, my ex-missus, she had to go to, like a court case for like personal reasons for herself. She had to go sit in court for like two weeks and watch this this woman on trial. So her and her mum went to that for two weeks and I was left at home with Finn. 
on my own, like chucked in at the deep end. But I always remember I was dead like, oh, I've got it all worked out. You know, because I was young, I was like, this is easy, man. Yeah, <laughs> not care in the world. Yeah, yeah, just for blase, like, yeah, man, give me bottle chains, boom. Do you know what I mean? Not a problem, man. But it, yeah, it, it was a struggle. So, 18, when you find out you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Are you both the same age? Um, Chelsea was in the year above me at school, so yeah. Okay, okay. so rough, roughly roughly the same age. Yeah. So, talk to me about that. How do you, how does she tell you you're pregnant? And what are the thoughts straight after? Um, I remember she rang me up. She was from Lincoln and I was from Grantham. So, uh, she's rang me, told me she's pregnant. Obviously... Being 19 and being where you're from, it wasn't like, um, do you know what I mean? There was, it, everyone has hell. <laughs> yeah, everyone's, it, it wasn't It wasn't not normal, do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. normal, do you know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. 19, 20 and having kids. So I was just like, yeah, she's like, do you want to keep it? I'm like, yeah, let's go, do you know what I mean? I'm ready. There wasn't, there wasn't even a, a shadow of doubt. No, I'll just. From went, either of you, though, do you both feel like, yeah, we're 100% having it? I think so, yeah, to be honest, yeah. Wow. I remember as well, we went for a, um, you know them 4D scans? Yeah. Where you try and find out the sex. Yeah. So we went to that and they told us I was having a girl. I've gone to the hospital three or four weeks later and they said, do you want to know the sex of your baby? I said, oh, they're all cocky. Like, oh, we already know. We've had 4D scan and that. Should what you have in was like a girl. She said, no, 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 no. I pointed at the screen. You could see his little thing between his legs. I was like, yes! <laughs> she went hardy for a couple of days. Like, what do you mean, yes? You're not happy we're having a girl? I was like, oh, no, no, it's not like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? I um, my, my wife was like, we'll have a kid, but we're having one. That's it. And I, I'm from a, quite a big family, right? So I was like, I quite wanted to have more children. But she was like, you're having one. That's it. So when, when we found out that she was pregnant i was just like please be a boy please <laughs> be a boy and I'm, and I'm not even ashamed to admit that when we found out that it was a boy i was i cried my eyes out. i was so excited yeah. but yeah i would i'd have been as bad as this sounds i'd have been devastated if it was a if it was a girl <laughs> yeah don't get it wrong i've had a daughter now and it's it's uh, uh, you know what i mean I'm, but, uh, but now if, if we was having another one i wouldn't mind but yeah. where it was only one shot you know it had every to be a man, man. It? every man wants his boy, don't they? 100 yeah. percent Especially I think when you're like me and you and you've grown up without your dad, you yeah. want that you want that father-son relationship, you want that bond that you've never had, man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So so pregnancy. So she's in Lincoln, you're in Grantham. Yeah. When you find out you're pregnant, does that change? Do you go to Lincoln or are you um, still so like I say I was still a bit of a tearaway at the time when I with the, with the lads up to no good, crime, all of it, right up until she had the baby. Literally, I remember she rang me. Then I was out up to no good when she rang me, and I've, and I've gone to my mate's house, shoot me over to Lincoln, went over to Lincoln, and didn't come back. Stayed over there for how long? Um, for about six or seven months. I lived with okay. her and a mum. Yeah, and I was in Lincoln. I struggled a bit. Coming from Grantham and knowing everyone, where you can walk down the street and it's all right, mate. All right, mate. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 To go into Lincoln and it's like being in a fishbowl, not knowing anyone. I was a bit secluded, so yeah, came back to Grantham on my own to begin with. Then Chelsea got a house over here with me. And uh, this is the thing. What I was going to say, I wrote a couple of things down, man. Like 
I've come on here to explain to dads, you know what I mean? I'm not the world's best dad, man. I was young. I've made mistakes, you know what I mean? I've done it all. But I've got a good relationship with my son. My son's a good kid as well. So it is what it is. And I came back to Grantham about seven, when Finn, Finn won even won, yeah. Chelsea moved over here. We got a house up Gunnaby. And I was up to no good again, got caught and ended up going back to prison for two years. Okay. When my son was one, which was obviously, that was the big, you need to sort your head out, mate. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, Chelsea always says, like, I don't know if she still says it now, but she said it back then. She said, I went to prison a boy and came out, man. <laughs> like two <laughs> years later, like, do you know what I mean? I had to, I literally learned my lesson and yeah. Been all so, right. so, what, so what age are you at this point going into prison? Uh, I went to court on the no, I turned 21 on the Monday and went to court on the Friday. Okay, so, so 21 to 23, you're in prison, yeah. And Finn's one, and I, I, I did behave myself in jail. So, for like the last nine months of my sentence, I was coming home at weekends, yeah. One day, two days, three days. I got to come home for his third birthday. We had a party in that for his third birthday. He used to come home for all that. And then, yeah, when I got out, we moved back in together. So talk to us about that then, In whilst, whilst you're in prison. How, knowing that you've got a small child on the outside and not being able to see him, how does that affect you? When I was there at the time, it was... Like, looking back now, it was the best thing that could have happened. But it shouldn't have had to come to that for me to learn my lesson, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was the best thing that could have happened to me because Chelsea went back to live with her mum. And her mum's like, um, well, she used to teach child development at college. So it's like the ideal. She's living with her mum, child development. It's like she can get all the advice she needs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like, you read all these books about kids when they're, like, naught to free, they soak everything up, do you know what I mean, yeah. and learn everything. So it's probably good that you weren't around me the way I was back then, do you know what I mean? Probably good that I weren't there and you got to learn from Chelsea and her mum. And uh, Chelsea didn't like to bring him to see me too much. She did bring him, like, some people don't agree with it, but she did bring him a few times. Always remember once we were on a visit and he gave me a crisp he put his fingers in my mouth and as I bit the crisp, I bit the end of his finger and he burst into tears, started sobbing. And obviously I've got two hours with him in like first time I've seen him in two, three months and I've made him cry, man. Honestly, it was like the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> I was like nearly crying yeah. myself. Like, Are you all, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I've, done this, I've done this. Not, I haven't bit his finger while eating a crisp, but I've, <laughs> I've hurt, I've hurt Leo like accidentally, yeah. obviously. And, the, the just the the feeling of guilt and it, it was, it's awful <laughs> yeah it's, it is it is the worst feeling yeah so yeah it was it was a struggle and like now i spoke to him like you say he's a bit older now i don't think he actually remembers it i think no. he's just heard people talking about it like me i used to be in prison and he sort of picked up on it he did say once when he was younger oh yeah i remember when you used to work for the queen dad we used to come see him and used to work for the Queen because they have the flags outside with a crown on yeah. the flag. You know what I mean? That's what Chelsea, because he was only like two, that's what Chelsea used to say to him. Oh, yeah, Daddy works. It's a great save, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Well, okay, so 23, leave prison. Are you still together or are you not together? Yeah, we stayed together while I was in prison. Like I say, she was good in the sense of she never let Finn forget who I was. 
Yeah. She always, do you know what I mean? Your dad's your dad. I always remember, I, I call him, I call him son, do you know what I mean? I'm one of those. I'll always call him son. I remember when I got that, saying, come on, son. And he went, why do you call me son? <laughs> I said, you call me dad and I call you son. That's what, that's what you are, do you know what I mean? You're my son. Yeah. Oh, all right. yeah, 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 it's right, because no one had ever called him it before, do you know what I mean? Everyone goes, thin, thin, thin. Well, I sort of know that feeling because, so, my dad wasn't around growing up, um, he's in and out of, in and out of prison, and um, we reconnected about three years ago, oh, yeah. so I hadn't, hadn't seen him at all, so my mum wouldn't let him go and see him in prison until I was 18. Yeah. And then she said, look, you're old enough, big enough, stupid enough to make your own decision. If you want to see him, go and see him. So I went I went to see him, probably saw him two or three times, spoke on the phone every now and again, and then lost touch completely until three or four years ago when he kept, he's out, he's been out of prison. He tried to connect with me over Facebook. And I thought, you know what? Let's give let's give it a go. What what can you lose, right? So I'm I'm in a fortunate position now where in my life I don't need him. I don't need a yeah, dad. Yeah. And if he comes into my life and has something great, if he comes in and he disappears, great. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um no, exactly. But so when I started like going around his house and we went for something to eat and stuff, he'd he'd be like, All right, son, and he'd ring me and call me son. I was a bit like so it's so weird, yeah. like somebody yeah. calling me son. Yeah, he'd be like, "I love you, son." I'd be like, oh, "Cheers, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think, but I think he didn't like that. So we don't speak again now. So it lasted six or seven months. Oh, really? um, but I, I think he just didn't allow for me to adjust to the fact that I've now yeah, got yeah. somebody. You know, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm 35 now, so I'm 32, 31, and and now I've got a dad. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it which it takes it just takes some adjustment. And I think he was sort of expecting me to he to come in my life and be like, oh, dad, hello, I love you. Yeah. Where have you been? And it just it's just never going to be like that, no. unfortunately. But it, it, yeah, it is what it is, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So you come out of prison. Yes, you're, you're still together. Yeah, well, for a while, yeah, I went, we went back to live with each other. Yeah, in uh, Grantham or in Lincoln? In Grantham, yeah. Yeah. She moved okay. to Grantham while I was in jail. Okay. So I went to live with them when I got, like I say, I was coming home at weekends and stuff when I was in there to the address. And well, it was it was good, to be fair, when I first came out. Got a job, got everything sorted, started feeling good about myself, started looking after Finn a lot. I'd go, oh, like you say, I couldn't wait to get out and have that relationship, that father-son, me and him. And I think he was the same, to be fair. Like When I came out, I remember we used to sit and play Mario Kart on the Wii. Do you know what I mean? Just He just yeah. used to love it. Or we'd sit and play on the DS. He'd be like, rescue the princess, Dad, rescue the princess. And I'd be like, yes, son. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> still now, he's just like my little buddy. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I said to you in that message, the first message, I always say, like, people, when we speak to people, I always say, we've grown up together, haven't we, son, me and you? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he remembers uh, when he started school as well, I remember he used to say in the playground, Daddy, how come you're small and everyone else is big? But what he meant was young. How come you're yeah. young and everyone else yeah. is older? You know what I mean? 
But yeah, it's just, <laughs> he, he did click on, he noticed. Yeah. So when do, when does that break down then, that relationship? What, what um, happens there? Maybe after about, a, not even a year or so, maybe a year, yeah, just under a year. So okay. we've split up for numerous reasons, really. Like, I'll never say she shouldn't have stood by me when I was in jail because she, she helped me through it, to be honest with you. Yeah. But at the same time, she probably didn't help herself. Do you know what I mean? Because she didn't, she didn't love me, man. <laughs> and uh, I'd, I'd been horrible to her. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I was young. I'd cheated on her no end of times before. Like, I was pretty rude, to be fair. I'd cheated on her before I'd gone to jail and all that sort of stuff. And then I've gone to prison and said, oh, wait for me, please. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was all just stupid, to be honest. And then, yeah, yeah. after a few months, it's sort of broken down. And at that point are you a are you a hands-on dad or you're not a hands-on yeah dad? i was very hands-on yeah i always remember the woman who used to live next door to us she used to say oh you you're amazing Dean. you i used to bike to work this was before i learned to drive so i used to bike to work do like nine 12 hour shifts sometimes bike home and then i always remember like i i didn't know i was doing anything but i used to come in the garden put my bike down i wouldn't even go in the house i'd just like jump straight on the trampoline with them start running around the garden do you know what i mean playing and the woman next door would be like, I don't know how you do it. Do you know what I mean? Now you, know, you get your energy from that. I'm like, well, I'm still young. Do you know what I mean? That's why. I, I want to jump on the trampoline just as much as he does. Yeah. So, yeah, I was pretty dead hands on, yeah. And uh, yeah, when we split up, yeah, it was it was rough, man. This is, so, let's talk about that. Who's, whose decision is that? Um, I think it was mine, to be honest. I left. I did... It was my final, like, I'm going to go now. It was a bit back and forth for a bit. Like she was saying, shall we fight for it, make it work? Both of us trying to fight, and then it just gets too much. So I think it was me in the end that, well, to be fair, I went and lived with my mates, stayed on my mate's sofa for a couple of weeks, and then I got a house living with one of my friends. So, yeah. But I always remember, like, it wasn't like a vicious breakup, because I, I can remember her dropping me off at my new house. So it couldn't have been that horrible a breakup, you know what I mean? It was sort of a mutual, we've got yeah. to do this. You'll still see Finn go and sort yourself, go and set up separate ways, you know what I mean? How, how do you think having a having a child at such a young age shapes you as, you as you're growing up? Do you think you'd have been any different if you didn't have him? Definitely, mate. One million percent I'd have been... I'd have been up to all sorts. Like, say, that if I, that two years in prison, away from is it, Finn... Is that the last two years? Uh, you've been in, that? In, is, that, is that the last two years you've been in prison? Last yeah, time? yeah, I've not been, yeah, yeah, I've not been back since, yeah. So I did that. Like, being away from him for them two years, it's like... <clears throat> it's like that thing, like you say, like, I've grown up without my dad and I've always promised myself that I'll be there for my son and now I'm in jail and I'm not there for my son, do you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, it was. I was really, I was really quite hard on myself. And and, and how did do, how does being a young single dad affect future relationships? Because obviously you're going into it with women of the similar age, right? I'd yeah. imagine. And uh, girls at mid twenties don't really want to have to deal with kids that aren't theirs. Yeah. Ex baby woman, all that on the phone all the time, ringing. Yeah. 
I'm not sure to be fair though. The girl I did get with get with in the end had kids herself, so it was more of a you know what I mean, you've got kids, I've got kids, everything's all good. Yeah. But um oh, I was gonna say something just before about how he shaped me. Yeah, there's been times, like say when I split up when I first split up with her, and there's been times where you know what I mean, depression and all that kicks in, you don't want to do anything, you haven't done anything for a few days, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden she rings you like, you've got to come pick your kid up, do you know what I mean? So it's like, right, you've got no choice now, do you know what I mean? Like, you better get up, you better get things sorted. Like, I always remember when I was young, I never thought about getting a driving licence, I, I was a bit of a tear away, do you know what I mean? But as I got older, I just got myself a driving licence and I've always wanted to just doing my best for him, really. Do you know what I mean? Did she did she go back to Lincoln at that point then? No, she's she she in Grantham. Yeah, she still lives in Grantham now. Yeah. Okay, because that's because that could be a challenge in itself, right? You you break up. She's not from town, so she yeah she's not from town, so she goes back home. You've yeah. now got your kid living was 26, 27 miles away. You yeah. don't drive, so that could have been a nightmare in its own right. Yeah, definitely, yeah, and that was. I think that was one of the things to be fair. I remember when we first split up, we always say like, uh, my niece, my sister's daughter, she'll walk anywhere, run anywhere, bike anywhere with her dad because she's always done that. My, my sister don't drive, do you know what I mean? So she's always done it. It's just the norm. My son, his mum drove from when he was born. She's always had a driving licence. So he's always been in the car. He's always drove everywhere. So when we yeah. split up and he used to come to my house, he'd be like, oh, can't get a taxi, dad. Oh, we've got to walk again, Dad. We've got to walk again. And I'd be like, oh, I need to get a driver. Let's get going. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> he, drove, he was so lazy, do you know what I mean? Um, so you settled on the name Finn, right? But was there arguments for the name or was um, it pretty straightforward? It's quite um, interesting, really. So Chelsea picked his name, Finley. But um, one of my best friends growing up was called Perry John. My dad was called John. and It wasn't. His middle name for that reason, but that was that was his name. And when we were growing up as kids, I always used to say, "When I have a kid, I'm going to call him Perry John, Perry, and then John for my dad." You know what I mean? Yeah. Chelsea gets pregnant, and I'm like, "Right, Perry John, what are you saying?" <laughs> She's like, not a chance. <laughs> right. So I tell you what, we'll have. I'll pick Finley. Do you know what I mean? I like the name Finley, so we'll have that. And his name's Finley John. That's my dad. And his middle name's Perry as well. That's my best mate who we grew up with. We've got christened. Got Christmas together when we were babies. Wow! So it's like, yeah, yeah. So we we argued, we argued a, a while. Then, <laughs> yeah, because she wanted, she was adamant she wanted Joshua, and I was like, nah. <laughs> um, and then, and then we settled on Luca, and he was Luca for ages. And then, um, did you watch Peaky Blinders? Yeah. You know, the last the last season they had, or it might have been the season before the last one, where they were dealing with the the, the Americans, and he was called Lucas Lucas something. Yeah. So every week we were watching the Peaky Blinders, and they were like Luca Luca, and I was like, I don't actually like that name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, but I like it, it was similar. So yeah, we we, we went. He's, he's called Leonardo. Is the is the full name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what is that like? Obviously, your names. Obviously, Carl Carluki. Carlucci, yeah, yeah, is that? Yeah, so uh, Italian, it's Italian. Italian, yeah, yeah. yeah See, so, um, my last name's Polish. I was going to ask you where where that where that's from. Yeah, my granddad's Polish, so 
I get it all. You must get it the same as me, where you go up to like the counter somewhere and they say, "What's your name?" You say, "Dean Mitchell," and then you have to spell it for him straight away. <laughs> well, <laughs> for me, everybody, everyone calls me Marco Carlucci, but it's Kaluki. And for the for a very long time, I was like, "No, no, 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 it's Kaluki, it's Kaluki," and yeah, then you just get so fed up of you just let them crack on you yeah. <laughs> i even call myself it now like yeah college yeah college <laughs> oh, i had the spelling so i used to play football when i was a kid and used to score some goals and that get my name in the paper and every week it'd be spelled different <laughs> every week it'd have o's in it and all sorts crazy and i remember we went to the doctors when finn was born as well and obviously i was in habit like yeah we've gone to one of them computers and you had to type in mr master miss or missus and I've gone, master. And she went, how did you know that? I was like, because I used to be a little boy. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, is that what they call you when you're little? I'm like, yeah, you're master. Yeah, master. Um, when you when you had the baby or when you first found out, what did you what did your mum say? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, I don't think she was ever like against it or anything like that. My mum's quite, I'm a bit of a mummy's boy to be fair, do you know what I mean? She's always like been soft on me because I've not had my dad. Yeah. She's always, I don't know, like looked at me like, I'd love to be able to help you, but <laughs> I don't know how to teach you to be a man, do you know what I mean? So she's very, she's always there for me, do you know what I mean? She's never, I think she was, yeah, she was happy when I come back and said I was having a baby. Uh, you, brothers and sisters, are you the, are you the oldest? No, I'm the youngest. I'm literally the baby youngest. of the family, yeah. Okay. Did she have, was she a grandmother before she had you? Or yes, you, my, you, my yeah. sister already had Ronnie May, yeah. So she was already okay. a nanny, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't a complete shock. I'm a <laughs> nanny. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, I was um, listening yeah, to that podcast sorry. yesterday when you were saying about the cross, the um, the difference when you get a girlfriend, they've got different views on stuff. Yeah. So my mum was one of these like tough love kind of ladies, you know what I mean? I remember when my, my niece got chicken box. My mum's ringing me like, bring Finn up, do you know what I mean? Let's get it out of the way. <laughs> and uh, my girlfriend's like, no, we can't, do you know what I mean? It's cruel, we can't let My mum's yeah. like, it's better to get it gone, do you know what I mean? Bring yeah. him up. So we, we had, I went through all that the same as what you're on about before, like what's yeah. right and what's wrong and what you should do and it's... But it is so true. But everybody comes from from so from completely different angles, and it's yeah. if you can you can clash over that, and it's not you're not wrong, and she's not wrong. It's just that That's you've it, been yeah. brought up completely differently. Yeah. So what what you find normal, I find weird. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just the way you you grow up, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, um, so you've you've split up. Um. You meet your next partner who you have your next child with. Yeah, to be honest, I was one of them guys, you know what I mean? You didn't want to be on my own for too long. Met a girl, fell in love, do you know what I mean? Jumped in straight in two feet, man. And you said that she had kids as well? Yeah, she had okay. kids. So that was another thing, like going in, stepdad role. Okay. That sort of... And how is that different? So you've had your own, you've lived with your own, you're now not with your child and then straight away you're into a family that to be honest got... at first i've really struggled with the fact that i was seeing more of somebody else's kids than i saw of my own son yeah 
I, I did struggle to begin with a lot to, and I remember it being like quite an issue do you know what I mean like you need to like Finn used to come at weekends and I was a bit like favouritism do you know what I mean I would always make sure he's all right do you know what I mean make sure Finn's all right uh, yeah wrap him, wrap him up in cotton wool do you know what I mean or like if they start, oh, we did this in the week, you know what I mean? And they're all having fun. And I can see on his face, he's a bit like, oh, I wish I was. I would hate it. It would get me down, do you know what I mean? But you can't be like that, really. If you're going to go in and look after somebody else's kids, you've got to go in and be fair, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And how long into this relationship are you finding out you're you're pregnant with your second Oh, it's quite a while to be fair. Yeah, it was a couple of years in till before she got pregnant. It was interesting though because um, so the girl I got with had two kids with two dads, and the oldest daughter, she was very like we got on fine. You know what I mean? We used to have laughing, playing all that, and that, but she was. I remember she went on holiday once with her dad to Cornwall for like two weeks. She's come home and she's all like, "Mom, I missed you," and then she's come in the front room. I was like, do you miss me, Lee? She went, she like looked at me, gone out like, no, was I supposed to? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it literally made me laugh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I got all these kids laughing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I like that, but it made me see, it made me confident in that's how Finn is, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Make sure no one's going to replace you. Yeah, yeah. As long as I always say that, like, I always think because I was a young dad, and I had my kid, I had kids first, and then all my mates started having kids. And like, like you say, you talk to each other and try and give each other advice. People sometimes look at me like, well, you're a bit young to be giving out advice. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I did go through it, man. I went, saw it with my own eyes and learned from it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah. yeah no, nothing, nothing beats experience. I mean, you can read yeah. as much as you want, but yeah, somebody who's been through it and been through the, all of the, the the tribulations that you have been through with going to prison, breaking up and, yeah. being, you know, and your father dying when you, when you're fairly young. And um, I always say as well, like with, with that guy you talked to yesterday, when you split what you misses and they get a new boyfriend and that, and it, and it is, man, it hits you hard, man. Like then having another guy around your kid and you think, oh, is he going to take my place? Is my kid going to, I remember I got out of the bath once. I used to have the perm, do you know, in the top of my hair. So I used to have the like thing, all the curly hair. I've got out of the bath and my hair's all curly. My son burst out laughing. He said, hey, you got a pot noodle head, Dad. you got a pot noodle head. I said, where you got that from? And he'd got it from his mum's boyfriend, do you know what I mean? And I had to laugh it off, like, at the same time, I thought, oh, sort of niggles at you a little bit, but then, and I always say, like, that's what I was saying before, I think as long, it doesn't matter if you split with your message and she gets with another guy, as long as you carry on doing your bit, you will not, lose that bond with your kid no like it's yeah. it's, just, it's just up to you man as long as you carry on doing your bit nothing will break that bond man no no like I, you I, say man how long did you not see dad and you still rang him after all them years and gave him another chance you know what i mean to yeah do anything i think all people have that sort of well it's it's family in it at the end of yeah, the day it's, it's like family. no matter what they do wrong or no matter how they are or how yeah. not not even involved in your life it's just like yeah but it's your dad or it's your brother or it's your sister it's yeah, family yeah. blood, blood like thicker than water right the, you see the chopper film where he's like it's like if your mum stabs you you don't get enough about it you just go hospital you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how it is isn't it <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, families families are a, are, are a funny are a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, I think if if you are as involved as you as you you, you can be, yeah, then there's absolutely no reason as to why your kids don't remember you or yeah yeah treat you any differently. I think. But you, you, you you've said you you said to me uh, previously that you've you've struggled. Um, Struggle with mental health. Yeah, struggle with mental health quite a lot in the past. Yeah, all sorts. Over what though? What's what's caused that? Um, through my twenties, um, because my dad was a big drinker, I've never been a big drinker. So I was sort of the other way. I used to smoke a bit of weed and that, you know. Well, not a bit of weed. I used to smoke a lot, a lot of weed. Yeah, and that doesn't help with mental health. Um, <clears throat> that old thing, like what you were saying. Um, like what I was saying before, people telling me, Oh, yeah, you like, I always have that niggling in the back of my head, like, I am like my dad, do you know what I mean? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna up this up, do you know what I mean? I'm gonna mess it all up, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna end up dying young, do you know what I mean? And I sort of dig myself into a hole, talk myself into a hole sometimes where I can't get, but then that's what I was saying before, like, my kids have sort of got me out of it more than once. Whereas, like, say, like, I'm in a hole at home depressed thinking I'm a failure do you know what I mean I'm at my mum's house and I'm thinking I should have an house where my kids can come and see me do you know what I mean and stay at my house don't get me wrong my, my mum lives on her own because my stepdad's died when I moved out like this when I moved out I've done my son a bedroom do you know what I mean out here my daughter's got a bedroom so they have got places to stay but I, I just still just sort of beat myself up sometimes and don't get me wrong like I've even had do you know what I mean you get exes on the phone like you get his mum on the phone texting you giving you all that oh you're useless you're all this you're all that you should do more just what you want yeah and sometimes you believe you know what I mean they say it to you enough you start to believe it you know what I mean and it gets you down but then a couple of days later she'll ring oh you go pick Finn up from school you go pick him up and the thing is with like the kids they're so oblivious you know what I mean you just get in the car all right dad and you're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta be I suppose game face right the game face on yeah, he just talks to you like normal, do you know what I mean? Like, what you've been up to and that. So all of a sudden, you just snapped out of it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But do you snap out of it or is that just bottling it up? Because that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the problem, right? So yeah. a lot – and maybe you can just snap out of it, but there's a lot of people that will bottle it up and bottle it up. And when, the, like you say, the kid comes around, they put on that game face. Yeah. And then when the kid's gone, it's like, oh, back to yeah. it. I do think – we all get that, like what you were saying before, we all get that sort of deflated feeling with single dads. When you have your kids for the weekend and you drop them off, you go home, you sit down, it's like all the noise is silent, you know what I mean? You just think all weekend you've been telling them to be quiet, be quiet, be quiet, and now all you want to do is hear them screaming and running around your ass. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes it is just like a little deflated feeling. Next morning you're all right, but sometimes, like you say, when they're telling you you're useless and all that, and you, I sort of, I taught myself right down into a, yeah. And do, are you the kind of person that will speak to somebody about how you're feeling, or is it? Um, recently, in the past couple of years, I've opened up more to people. I've actually been to see a, a therapist. Do you know what I mean? Like privately, not through the NHS. Just went to see a woman, spoke to her. But I remember saying to her, like, "I'd love to know what's wrong with me." Do you know what I mean? Like. But she said to me, "You don't. There's nothing wrong with you. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to diagnose you with anything. Do you know what I mean? Like you're all right. It's sitting here talking to you. I can tell you're all right. Do you know what I mean? You just, yeah, just. It's just that 
what I was going to say earlier, like when you being a young dad, you, you never know if you're doing it right. You know what I mean? You always think people are judging you. You always think yeah. people are watching what you do. I think even dads, as you're older, you probably get it. You know, when you're out in public and you're doing stuff for your kid, you always think people are watching you and what's he doing? Is he doing it right? Why is he doing it like that? And you're always sort of like conscious of it. And with yeah. me, I always think I'm just doing it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I and that, that you, you think that comes from being a young dad? Yeah, and not having my own, do you know what I mean? Not having yeah. someone there to say, no, you're all right, you can do that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, because I suppose you, you like me, you haven't grown up with your dad. So, you know, growing through life, you you go through your life and you recreate experiences that happen to you, right? Yeah. Um, so, so my friends will, if as they're a dad, they'll, like, like Tilly on the last podcast, he talked about where he became a stepdad. And he spoke to his dad and he remembered what his dad was like, his stepdad was like when he came into the family. So he relived that experience yeah, to yeah. take into him coming a dad. But for, for us, we've, we're learning all yeah. about being a dad on the, no, on the fly. Yeah, no teacher. You had no teacher. Yeah. No, no. And just, do you think, do you think that affects how you, how you parent? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've always said I've sort of wrapped, wrap the sun up in cotton wool a little bit. I've always, like I say, my mum's one of them tough love kind of women. She's like, yeah. you've got to have these life experiences to grow up. Otherwise, you're going to grow up wrapped in cotton wool and everything's going to be horrible for you. So, but yeah, I was a bit, in his younger days, I was wrapped up in cotton wool quite a lot. As he got older, I'm a bit more lenient with him. But yeah. I was definitely, I never wanted no harm. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I don't want no harm to come to him. Do you know what I mean? So, Second child, find out you're yeah. having a baby. What's yeah. that? What's that feeling like? Because um, I suppose effectively you're that's your fourth at this point. Yeah, yeah. You've got two step kids. Yeah. Plus your own, and now. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like we were together. Do you know what I mean? She, she had kids. I had kids. It's like if we're going to be a family, we might as well complete the family. Okay, we, we planned. So yeah, we planned. Not as such, but we had spoke about it. Okay. And then when she did first fall pregnant, I was a bit. I was scared to death, to be honest. I was I was scared to tell Finn, for one thing. I didn't know how he'd react, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have another baby. I didn't know if he was going to feel pushed. But he he was, he wasn't bothered at all. He was loving it, like, yeah, can't wait. So that was, like, a big relief. I was happy about that. Yeah. What about what about the first mum? Well, how does she, does she take um, that? She was in a relationship with a guy and all that. So she, I don't think she was too too bothered to be honest she didn't she didn't say nothing i think she might have even texted and said congratulations you know what i mean like i hope everything goes well and that yeah so at this point dynamic with um i think you said her name was chelsea yeah that's my son's how that how is that relationship um now after obviously finn's 11 we were finn was like four when we split up so we've been split up six seven years now yeah got to the point where I barely speak to her to be honest Finn's got a mobile phone now so we all ring me dad can you pick me up yeah I'm coming she's very good in the sense of I can ring her at like two o'clock on a Wednesday and say I'll pick Finn up from school today and I'll give him some dinner and that yeah yeah Sam thank you drop him off later she's very like she'll she's all right like that you know what I mean very laid back lets me see him as much as I like 
Yeah. I've been times in the past where I've swapped over jobs, you know what I mean? I've gone from job to job and I'm struggling financially and she's gone, yeah, yeah. She's not like I said, oh, you're not having him this week because you haven't paid me no money, do you know what I mean? She just says, yeah, yeah. when you got it, do you know what I mean? Just crack on. Because that, that was one of the things I was going to ask about actually is that how does being a young father that's separated from the mum, how does the financial pressure of then having to provide for somebody who you're not with, you're not living with, and I suppose well, you, you're not. I suppose you're not earning great money as a as a young no. boy. So is, does that add another level of pressure? Yeah, I went for it. Did me well to be fair. I went from wearing like Nike Nike Max trainers and tracksuits and all that to just going to Primark man, and just do you know what I mean? Finn. If it was up to me, I'd go TK Maxx and get him some clothes, man. And he'd look smart enough, do you know what I mean? Kids are all right, but his mum is dead like she gets him stone iron in tracksuits. <laughs> Comes to my house in like a North Face tracksuit, like, mum says I'm not allowed to get it dirty. I'm like, all right. <laughs> 100-pound tracksuit, but yeah, like, I've always paid maintenance. Well, look, I'm not, I've always done my best to pay maintenance. I do pay as much as I can. I always, always paid, but it is a big pressure and it is one of them like you say all your mates uh, they ain't got no responsibilities so they're out here splashing money left right and center and you just can't do it do you know what i mean yeah you've got obviously your kids to pay for and it's not just the maintenance side of things obviously you pay maintenance to the mum and then you i have him at the weekend and it's like i've got to do something do you know what i mean i'm not going to sit in the house all weekend so i'm going to go somewhere and i'm going to spend more money doing all that so it is a big and that's the thing before what I was saying with job, like I've got a job, I used to work in a kitchen and I used to smash the hours just for the money, do you know what I mean? Like get the money, but then it got to the point where I'm working too much and I'm not I'm not seeing him, do you know what I mean? I'm getting the money, I'm paying his mum the money and when he comes to my house, we're going out nice places, stuff like that, but I'm barely seeing him. So it's hard to find that. Find balance, isn't it? Battle, really hard, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... If you have the second, it's a girl. Argue over, argue on the name of that one, or how was that pretty straightforward? Um, I picked the name Lana. Okay, I've, uh, seen a few things on Facebook recently that made me think I should have thought about it with the old um football shirts in the mirror. You seen them? No, so L A N A Lana is a name. So if you take a football shirt in the mirror, yeah. backwards, it's, it's not a good look, man. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but I picked a name. Both my kids have got my surname as well, which I'm quite proud of. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm actually the only grandson from my dad's side with the family name that will pass the name on. So it was quite, right. quite proud for me that both my kids have got my name and both girlfriends were okay with it as well. They never, never said I couldn't be on birth certificate or couldn't have my name. So, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Well, that, that, I, mean, that, you, I suppose you weren't married for, for any of them either. No, I've not, not been married, no. No, okay. So how? So, are you still with the, the mother of the second? No, we're not together anymore. I'm single dad now. Okay. So when so when did that when did that break up? So, oh, a good few years ago now. Um, we broke up and for, for a while we went back and forth. It got, it was, it got a bit messy to be fair but we're all right now she has a moment but this is what i was going to say i wrote a couple of things down at the beginning what i was going to say like obviously i've had some issues with my 
kids' mums over the years, like anyone who's a single dad will have. But it's only because both of you want the best for the kid, you know what I mean? They want what's yeah. best, you want what's best, and you end up clashing with each other. But I've literally got a lot of respect for both my kids' mums. As much as I have arguments with them and I do say some stuff sometimes, you've got respect that they look after them five days a week, every week, yeah. take them to school, <clears throat> feed them, all that. So you can't take that away from them, do you know what I mean? No, no, and that's, you know, you could be in a, I mean, I know loads of people in situations that, that they do not stand their, their baby mums. Yeah. And um, sometimes that can affect them actually seeing the children, not because they don't want to, but because they think they have to get one up on over the, the parent. So yeah. it's, and, and that's that's the worst thing, right? You, you forget what the, what's happening with you two. It needs to be what's right for the children. And if yeah. seeing them, and you're not liking or not getting on with the mum, that shouldn't matter. No. And I've, I've, they've always done well, to be fair. Like, yeah, my daughter's mum's had moments over the years since we've been split up. But, yeah, she's always, it's always for like a day, do you know what I mean? It'll be like, are you not having her? Next day rings me, right, you're having her. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's all just like I'm in the moment. She says yeah. things that she don't really mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, how is she? You're 31 now. I'm 31 now. Yeah, my daughter. So when my daughter was born, I was 25. Yeah. So like I say, I'm pretty. I always remember when I was at work once. Some guy asked me, "Are you rich? Are you rich, Dean?" And I said, "Listen, mate. I've got a son and a daughter. I've got a good job that I like, man. I would class myself as pretty rich, mate. To be honest, what do you think?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I didn't mean that. But yeah, I'm pretty blessed, man, to have one one of each boy and a girl." Yeah. And that you're both still in, you're involved with both of them still. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice, yeah. Do, do you think you'd have any more? Um, maybe I would. I would. Ne I would never not in the same position that I'm in now. I would have to like get this lockdown out of the way, get back to work. Do you know what I mean? Be in a good, being good stead and ready for it, hundred percent. Like planned if i had another one it would be planned to a team yeah. you know what i mean like right now we're ready let's have a baby because i've been through it before where you're not really ready as a couple do you well, know what uh, i mean like at 19 who is remember myself at 19 i mean yeah. i could barely change my underpants let <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> raise a kid yeah. um I, I didn't you know at 32 i didn't feel ready no, you know, and See, that was the thing with me at 19. I was just like a cocky little kid, like, yeah, man, yeah. I can do this. I remember Chelsea used to say, I used to treat him like a trophy. I used to walk around and like show my mates, like, look at my son, <laughs> look at him, like showing him off to everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, not a trophy, Dean, he's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any just do you have any advice then for any any? young dads or someone who's going to be a dad who's fairly young what advice would you give to somebody that's i'd say i spent a lot i spent a lot of my 20s worrying about a lot of stuff that you don't need to worry about man do you know what i mean as long as you're doing your best like what like what like what what would you worry like, about i would worry like now, for instance, I'm single dad with the coronavirus and all that. I don't like to say, 
oh, I still live at my mum's and I still live at my because I don't still live at my mum's. I moved out when I was a kid for years and years and years. My stepdad died a few years ago, so my mum's on her own. I'm on my own. I've got two kids. It just makes sense to stay yeah. at home. Mum can help me out. I drive, I can help mum out. It makes sense, you know what I mean? And sometimes I like, like I say, I'll get myself down. Like I should have my own ass where my kids, and it will come in time. I will have my own ass where I can have my kids. And oh, do you know what I mean? I might meet another girl and be together for a while and maybe have our own baby together again. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like I'll sit and worry like, oh, I'm at my mum's, do you know what I mean? Kids are going to grow up knowing that I lived at my mum's and just dig myself, just put myself down really when you shouldn't really have to, you don't need to. Yeah. Are you, are you, is that because you're trying to, you're comparing yourself against other people? Yes, a million percent, yeah. And sometimes like, it's just that like saying, like some, like you say to someone, oh, I live with my mum and if you all sort of get that and they look at you, you know what I mean? Oh, still lives at home, you know what I mean? But like I say, you could say I've, I've been through it all in my 20s. So living at my mum's, it just, it just makes sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, no, it's... it's not. And that's what I mean. Like, I sometimes beat myself up, sit there worrying, put myself down. And I think, like you say, to other like young dads, as long as you're doing your best, man, get to work, paying for your kids, making memories with your kids. You know what I mean? Like when you have your kids at the weekend, don't just be like, oh yeah, come to my house, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like make an effort, man. Make me, we've been all over, man, me and Finn. We went to watch United. Old Trafford, and that's what it's all about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah. No, I suppose that's my question. How how do you make sure your child supports the team that you support? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's for, 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 good, to be fair. It was well with his mum being called Chelsea. It was one of them when he was younger. Do you know what I mean? She's like Chelsea, and it was like it was never. He's always been my new fan, Finn. He's never... He's, he used to make jokes about Chelsea when he was younger because his mum was called Chelsea or he like, asked what the Chelsea score is. But, yeah, he's... he's the thing is, my dad was United. Yeah. And, like I say, I didn't even see him that much. And he died when I was 11. And I still grew up, like, die-hard United. But the difference with you is that you grew up <clears throat> in an era where United were the best. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Now... Yeah, now it's like, I mean, this season permitting, because this season we're actually doing quite well, but, you know, for for a long time, I mean, I've never seen so many City fans in my life than there's been over the last, what, six, seven? My my sister's boyfriend's like big United fan, like, he's he's one of them guys who sits screaming at the TV, do you know what I mean? And we go around, like, I'll go around my sister's where we stood in the kitchen having a cup of tea and he'll be in the front room watching the football. And then all of a sudden you're there. And my son would just burst out laughing. You know what I mean? He loves it. Laughs his head off. And I think that's, that's got him more into United. The fact that we're, we're a United family. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. support United. My cousins support United. My un- uh, his uncles and we're all just United. So if he was to come home and say anyone else, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't my wife's, um, my father-in-law, he's a Liverpool fan. Die hard Liverpool man. Yeah, Bob's Liverpool, isn't he? Bob is Liverpool. So it was weird. <laughs> my my wedding was literally split 50-50. It was United and Liverpool. That's what Grantham's like, though. Yeah. Everyone's either United or Liverpool. Yeah. 
Well, is it, Carl is um, my wife's granddad. Actually, he played for United. So, um, yeah, he was in the 68 Champions League winning team. Uh, played for years and years and years. So, I was like, you have to support United. <laughs> There's no option. Yeah. So, um, my daughter, she's... Um, so, my daughter's granddad, so her, her mum's dad, he's like a, a Geordie, he's a Newcastle fan. He goes up there to watch them. They're like a proper Newcastle family. His dad's Newcastle, all their uncles are Newcastle. So there is a bit of a thing there. She's only four. She comes to my house and like jokes about it. Like, Dad, if you buy me my new shirt, I'll support Man United. But I'm going to support Newcastle like Grandad. I'm like, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's hope they don't start winning anything. Otherwise, that, might, that, <laughs> battle, that battle might be a little harder to win. <laughs> yeah. Would you do anything differently? Um, through both experiences, is there anything that you would have done Looking back now, you think, you know what, I probably could have done this differently. Like I said before, it probably shouldn't have took going to jail to kick myself up the arse and sort my life out. Because I missed two years of my son's life, basically. Do you know what I mean? Two years that I'll never get back. It's so, it's so good that you did, though, because the, the reoffending rate for prisoners is so high. Yeah, so the yeah. fact that you went to prison and went, no, I need to... I need to yeah. get straight, sort myself out, not go back there. Yeah. That is great. That is good in itself. Yeah, that's one thing I do. Do you know what I mean? When I get my, get in my down moods, that's one thing I do sort of pat myself on the back. I sort of say to myself, like, you don't need anyone to tell you you're doing all right. Do you know what I mean? You've been to prison, you've come out, and you've sorted your life out like you've done well. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I sort of drill into my head when I'm getting down. So, yeah, just the fact that I missed the two years and I realised what I missed when I had my daughter. Yeah, because obviously I had it, I saw it, and I think oh, I missed all this for my son. Do you know what I mean? Because I was going to ask you that was it what what was different the second time round? But I suppose being there, yeah, is, yeah, is the major even difference. having a daughter. I think with having a girl sort of blows your mind. What's like, the what is the difference? Like I say, being a lad when you have your son, it's yes, got my boy. Do you know what I mean? My little mini yeah. me to grow up just like me. Do you know what I mean? correct all my mistakes, you know what I mean? I'll get him to grow up. Good lad. And then, yeah, he sort of... And then when I had the Lana, it sort of makes you think, like, every... All the bad decisions you've made, all the... All the girls you've done wrong, do you know what I mean? All the... It sort of hits you like, wow, yeah. man. Because that's... Like people's daughters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... My biggest concern about ever having a daughter was that... I've been a young guy. Yeah. Not a nice like, man. Yeah. And that's what I mean. That's what I was like. I want a nice teenage boy. Do you know what I mean? Early 20s. Yeah. And yeah, it just sort of hits you like a steam train. Like, wow. I've got one friend who's got three daughters. And he's when I had when I had Leo, he'd always message me and he'd be like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like, I, I wish I had a boy. And I'd, and I'd say to him, just, have a, just give it another go. See if you see how you get on. He's like... I can't risk it. I can't, really, <laughs> yeah. I can't risk a fourth girl. But he has. He's he's he risked it and he's got his boy. Oh, so uh yeah, he's he's lucky. You can imagine four four girls. Yeah, well, that's what I used to have when I used to live with my daughter's mum. So she had two girls and then she had, okay. so she's got she's got three girls. Right. So I used to live in a house with like four women, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he used to drive me insane. So you get like yeah, I can you used to get like the oldest daughter and the mum. 
they're like the same age going each are like the same age <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> so then what what does the future hold what 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 does the future hold for you mate um obviously with the world the way it is i don't know whether i'm going to get back cutting hair i don't know what the the situation is with barbershops because that was the main thing like i've come out of kitchens because i was doing all these hours and i thought to myself i want to get self-employed do you know what i mean so if i'm self-employed i choose where i work i can pick my kids up and this is another thing like i i chose barbering i don't know if you saw me instagram i've got like a little quote that says barbershops used to be for like men where men could go talk about the sport take you know what i mean i wanted to create i want to sort of create a place where men can bring the kids have an aircut chill out watch some tv play some computer yeah. spend some time together bond i remember like when my son was young when i first got out of prison he had hair down to ear because he wouldn't go and get his hair cut he'd sit in the chair and scream and his mum couldn't take him yeah so when i got out that was like one of my things we used to go for a haircut together he'd sit there and i'd sit there together and it was like a cool little thing you know what i mean so that's what i tried to um, when I first went self-employed as a barber, even in the shop I work in now, I do like um, a little twenty percent off. If you come father and son together, you get twenty percent off, a little bit of discount, a little bit of bonding, come together. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was my aim for now, and it still is for the future. To be honest, like I would like to set somewhere up where dads, we can all get together, man, and talk, advise each other, and all that. Um. If I meet the right girl and everything's going well, then, like I said before with my other girlfriend, I think because I've got kids, it's bit, it's unfair to say, look after my kids, but I'm not going to give you one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you yeah. sort of, if everything's right and the time's right and everything's going well, then you sort, I would sort of, yeah, like to complete the family and maybe have another one. Get married? Oh, definitely. I've always, in my early 20s, I was one of them guys. I'm never getting married, never getting married. But in my older days, now, I do want to get married. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, it's a great day. It, what a waste of money, though. Like, yeah. Honestly. The, you obviously married, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you do the whole, the big, went all out, yeah. It, it was, it wasn't huge, but it was... 80 people it's not yeah, not, it's, not not massive yeah, it's big, but, yeah, big enough still but it's just it's the, it's the little things like 600 pound on wedding invites yeah, like, i said i was like can we just not set up a group on facebook and then and invite <laughs> everybody? it's the same thing right can you make yeah. it yes or no yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so all those little things that they they just have you over a barrel that you have to get wedding yeah. cake hundreds yeah. and hundreds of pounds for a wedding cake you've never eaten cake so expensive but yeah the, the day was great like i'd i'd recommend anybody doing it because yeah. that the day is just phenomenal the thing is i am quite i'm a lover not a fighter do you know what i mean i'm quite an emotional guy quite a loving guy do you know what i mean so marriage is something that i would like to stand like if i met the right girl and i, was, and I loved it i would stand up in front of everyone and do it do you know what i mean yeah and like you, now i'm older and a bit more mature and one of the things i did notice about your instagram is you are in phenomenal shape <laughs> how the hell do you manage to stay in shape having four kids 
Like, I, that's one thing I really struggle with. Yeah, see, that's um, that's a mental health thing with, like, you see, like, all these Tyson Fury and that on the news and yeah. all that, like, it is something that if I slack off, I like to, like you say, I'm not a big drinker. I'll have a drink. I know everyone says they drink now and again, but I do drink literally now, maybe once or twice a year, I'll have a drink. Okay. Other, other than that, I like, I'll drink water. I drink a lot of tea and coffee, to be honest, but water, I'm not a fizzy cop guy, do you know what I mean? Um, I don't eat meat. Meat used to give me a real, like I've noticed since I've stopped eating meat, meat gave me a bad stomach. And I think that's to do with teenage years and being a little rebel, taking all sorts of stuff, it gets to your stomach a little bit. <laughs> so that used to give me a bad stomach. I've not ate meat for quite a while. And yeah, I always, whenever I'm feeling any, bad. Any meat, so like chicken, fish. Yeah, I, eat, I eat fish, I love fish, tuna and chip shop. That's about it. Other than that, yeah, I'm not really... But, and, yeah. how, and how long have you how long have you been a, a pescatarian then? Say, um, about two and a half years now. Yeah, not touched meat for about two and a half years. I did it for a year. Yeah, and yeah, I, I thought I'm going to give it a go. I tried it for a year, and it's hard. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I would eat I would eat sausages and I would eat burgers, but you know, if it looked like meat, like a chicken. Or like mm. a slice of meat where you can see all the... Uh, mum would make me like a Sunday dinner with a beef on it and I'd eat all round the plate and I'd leave the meat and mum would be like, right, you're just lazy, you don't like chewing the meat. And I'd be like, I don't, I, I just don't like meat. And then as I've grown up, yeah, I sort of said, right, when I was a kid, I didn't like it. So I sort of knock it on the head. Some of the veggie burgers you can get nowadays as well, honestly, people think you're lying, but some of the veggie burgers you can get are bang on like, perfect get some um, lincolnshire sausages as well it's the same herbs and spices that are in the meat lincolnshire yeah. sausages. so they, they're literally bang on they're all right do you know what i mean it's getting better here I, I remember the year i was i was doing it i went to america 2018 it was and the vegetarian food in the states is just like normal like we'd have a, ve a veggie patty is it's a veggie burger yeah. it tastes exactly like beef it's just it like is, that fungi in it they get that it's like mushrooms isn't it that's what it is yeah so yeah, yeah, with the shape, it's like whenever I'm, if I'm not exercising, I'm not eating right, and I'm not drinking. It's that old. I've read a Jim Carrey quote where he says, "I'm not. I'm not saying mental health doesn't exist, but if you're not drinking, sleeping, and doing exercise, then you're not giving yourself a fighting chance." Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. true. If I'm drinking water and doing my exercise, I'm flying high. Honestly, I'm on top of the world every day. But as soon as that slacks off sometimes work and kids and everything all gets in the way of it that's when i sort of my head starts to go so yeah yeah pretty much like get up in the morning a few push-ups few sit-ups to be fair like in my older days like you might have seen on my instagram took up a bit of yoga and that, yeah, I'd, advise yeah, that. that. I would advise that for anyone because like going gym and chucking weights about like that can burn off your steam and all that and like fair enough but then yoga stretches when you're just breathing do you know what i mean just stretching breathing sort of calms you down and and you still get that sweat on you still get that ache and you obviously still get the benefits from it all well um was it right i think ryan giggs took it up didn't he in his in his late 30s and he said that's what prolonged his yeah. career as long as it did because of yoga oh really yeah 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 it is but like, i don't i don't 
necessarily call it yoga. I'm just stretching. Do you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. doing some different stretches, different bits and bobs, and yeah, helps you more up here. Do you know what I mean? Mentally. Yeah, people they do say that. And as well, um, as well, my daughter loves it. Sometimes my daughter gets up in the morning, she comes downstairs and on there, and she comes stand next to me. She rings me up on FaceTime. She's like, you done your exercises today, Dad? Yeah. She said, what did you do? I said, I've done my stretches. Did you do the tree? You know the thing? <laughs> did you do the tree, Dad? Yeah, I've done the tree. Don't worry. And then she starts doing it on FaceTime. <laughs> she loves it. No, brilliant. Well, listen, Dean, thanks for thanks for coming on, buddy. It's been a great, great speaking to you and sharing your, your experience and your, your stories, pal. Yeah, man. Thank you too. And like I said before, man, shout out for doing this because honestly, I wish I had this like seven, eight years ago when Finn was a kid. Like I say, and I was questioning myself: Am I doing everything right? Am I doing it wrong? And it's good to just talk to other dads. And we just need to talk. Yeah, and and do you know what? When I first when I first started this, the whole the whole thing I said was that there wasn't. I didn't see anywhere for people to speak. But actually doing this and starting my instagram page i've i've been connecting with more and more people more and more yeah, dad yeah. blogs and there are loads and loads out there but yeah. they're not easy to find and i think that's the problem it's it's if it was much easier to find people wouldn't think that there's no help there's no support you can't no. talk um it is there you just have to try and you just have to try and find it but it is like you said it's it's good to talk it's good, good to, to get talk. people to like say just to talk and realise that you're not doing it wrong. You know what I mean? There's no right or wrong, man. We're, yeah. all, we're all in different positions. We've all got different situations, different things to deal with. But at the end of the day, we're all still dads and we all get them same feelings of 100% missing our kids and feeling like we're not doing enough and all that. Sometimes, yeah. like, I've done it before where I've been at my mate's house and I've been like, oh. And he's gone, what are you on about, man? You always have your kids. Every time I see you with your kids and I'm like, you know what bro i needed to hear that do you know what i mean yeah <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's nice yeah no like i say it's just for me the whole point with this was just to get just to get talking just to get people talking sharing their stories and i'm just enjoying doing it to be completely honest yeah man fair play so listen dean good catching up with you pal cheers marco thank you i'll talk to you soon